Hello, hello, my dear friend. Welcome to Self Mastery with Ariana. I am Ari, your host. I am so happy that you are here today for what is now episode three of Self Mastery with Ariana. I'm so excited. So, today our topic is going to be self love or self esteem. I want to know do you have enough of it? Do you suffer with low self esteem? This is an important topic because self-love is what I believe to be one of the five building blocks to self-mastery. So low self-esteem is basically the value that we place on ourselves, right? How we perceive ourselves, how we present ourselves to others, and also to the world. When we lack self-love, it, it actually affects every aspect of our lives. It affects our personal relationships, how we live, the destructive habits like drinking, drug abuse, etc., that we use to hide the fact that we hate ourselves. This also shows up in areas of our health because when we don't have enough self-love or self-esteem, and I'm using those two terms interchangeably, we, we typically do not treat our bodies, our temple, with any regard. We don't eat properly. We do not develop uh, regular self-care habits. And so it begs the question, why do so many women in particular, not that men do not suffer from low self-esteem, but I'm primarily focusing on, on my sisters. Why do so many women suffer from low self-esteem? And one of the biggest reasons that I found for this phenomenon is our distorted view of body image. Now, you may be shocked to learn that approximately 91% of women are not happy with their bodies. 91%. And 92% of teen girls say that they wish they could change something about their bodies. That's a bit disturbing to me. So not only do we allow society to shape our view of what is beautiful and attractive, but our young girls are also feeding off of this energy that we're putting out. And so from a very young age, they see us compare ourselves to other women, to someone younger, someone skinnier, someone taller. If we have short hair, we compare ourselves with someone that has longer hair and it goes on and on and on and it doesn't just end there my loves hating our bodies also affects our romantic relationships because we are always projecting our insecurities onto our partners now the second reason why many women have low self-esteem has to do with past trauma And this is a deep one. This is something that we do not like to talk about, but many of us are carrying around a lot of painful baggage that we have not taken the time to do the inner work on in order to release it once and for all. And whether it be from our early childhood or maybe a past experience in in an old relationship, We just keep holding on to these these past experiences and we bring them into our present. And as a result, oftentimes we are burdened with so much shame and guilt and fear, which shows up 
as low self-esteem. So what are the signs that you have low self-esteem? How, how would you know? And this is a very good question because you can be physically beautiful and still have low self-esteem. Actually, lack of self-love is not something that you can measure by looking in the mirror or something that you can build up by changing your looks or wearing fancy clothes. And there are many warning signs, but for the sake of time, I'm just going to mention a few of the ones that are most obvious to me. And the first sign is dysfunctional relationships. Do we constantly choose partners that are either mentally, emotionally, or physically abusive, or maybe even emotionally unavailable? Do we keep making the same choices over and over and over again? Another sign is, do we sabotage relationships? We do this because we can't imagine how someone could genuinely love us considering how much we hate ourselves. Another sign is when we make it someone else's responsibility to make us happy. We expect our partner or maybe our children, the people around us to be responsible for our joy, for how we feel on a daily basis. And here's another one. When you lack self-love, you constantly belittle others. You put your partner or your children down. And you do this under the guise of, quote unquote, keeping it real or telling it like it is. And you know, I always tell my children that you can tell how much someone values and even loves themselves by the way that they treat others. Because when you love yourself, you find no pleasure or comfort in mistreating or disrespecting another human being, especially another human being which you claim to love. Now, I wanna take it a step further. When you come across videos or memes on social media that maybe make fun of or show another human at their lowest point, do we share it for others to see? Because, you know, everyone loves a good laugh, right? Or maybe we participate in the comments when someone is being bashed or bullied for having a non-popular opinion. Whether you realize it or not, that is also a manifestation of low self-esteem. Now, do you always have to be in control? Maybe you feel threatened if your spouse or your significant other wants to spend time away from you with his or her friends. Do you strive to control every single choice your partner or even your children make? Are you consumed by fear? Whether it's fear of failure, fear of being alone, fear of never having enough. Or do you have a hard time saying no? Are you always blaming others? Never taking responsibility for your mistakes or being able to apologize? This is a long list, isn't it? But here's the good part. We now have identified the areas that could be a problem for us. And so now we just have to figure out how do we go from low self-esteem 
to a state of constant self-love because our self-hatred was imprinted in our subconscious very early on in our childhood. So reversing it, it's not going to happen overnight. But there are simple steps that we can take to get started. Now, at first, the suggestions that I'm about to make are going to sound a little random and some of you are probably going to be wondering where this is going, but I want you to stay with me, okay? I want you to think about creating this state of self-love in steps, in small steps, that over time will add up to lasting change. So initially, let's say you want to do something small and radical, like making your bed in the morning. I know that sounds ridiculous, right? It is not ridiculous actually if this is not part of your regular routine so yes make the bed totally be the best damn bed maker that has ever existed if this is not something that you do on a regular basis if making your bed is nothing new for you then choose another mindless task that you always dread in the morning that the idea of doing that just kind of sets you off and so the The idea is to do something that takes you outside of your morning routine. Another thing that you can do that will go a long way is to change your attitude. Pay attention to how you choose to show up in your life every day. Do you have maybe a morning sacred practice? If you don't, it's time to carve out 10 to 15 minutes just for you and start one. My morning routine is about 15 minutes of meditation, followed by some gratitude journaling and some herbal tea. And this helps me start my day with the positive energy that I need to be able to accomplish my goals. Now, I want you to think of at least two things that you can implement starting today. Two things that are going to allow you to get into an intentional daily routine of self-love and self-care. Can you start maybe talking differently to your partner, to your children? Talk to them like they are the best people in the world, even if in certain moments and situations you have your doubts. Do it anyway. If you act like they are awesome, pretty soon they will catch up to you. Or maybe you can show up at work or in your business and give a thousand percent. Can you go into the grocery store with the goal of putting a smile on someone's face? And here's a big one. Can you change the language inside your head? Every time you get a negative thought, every time you think to yourself that you're not pretty enough, smart enough, brave enough, I want you to tell that little voice in your head to shut the F up. So if you're wanting to take that course at the community college or if you're wanting to learn how to paint and that little voice inside your head is telling you, who do you think you are? You can't do that. You'll never finish that. Tell it to take a seat. Tell it you can and you will. Remember, this voice inside your head is not real. It's not you. It's your ego wanting to keep you small. 
So I want you to focus on the things that you have accomplished and repeat those accomplishments out loud. I am smart. I taught myself how to play the guitar or whatever that thing was that you accomplished. Say it out loud so that you can interrupt that negative thought pattern. And in case you haven't figured this out yet, it's pretty exhausting to be miserable 24 hours a day, complaining how bad things are, how sad you are, how nothing is working for you, how heartbroken you are, how everyone you've ever loved has hurt you. It's pretty difficult to have this for 24 hours a day, this attitude, and then expect to have some big breakthrough or aha moment when you are suddenly motivated to change or to have self-esteem. It just doesn't work that way, my love. The universe is going to continue to send you more of what you think, what you say, and what you do. So if being sad or saying nothing is working for you or you don't have enough money or doing things that are not serving you is what you're doing, then guess what? You're going to keep getting more of that, more of the same. Because with your thoughts, with your words, and with your actions, that is what you are attracting. So if that's not what you want, then you have to decide right here and right now that you've had enough. And you have to decide to stop playing the victim and take responsibility for your emotional happiness. And if you choose anything other than that, you are just failing on purpose. And of course, this is not something that you are going to change overnight. Remember, you've had years of practice at this. But I promise you, if you start being more mindful by being present in your daily interactions with your family, with your partner, with your children, with the people at work, with the world around you, telling yourself, I'm going to put a smile on that person's face today. Or today, I'm going to take the attention off of myself and not think about how bad things are. And in that shift of focus, you're going to find the gift that you've been looking for, the answer or that aha moment. It's going to come to you. The bottom line is that no matter what situation you may find yourself in, you are beyond powerful. You have the power to change your situation, to change your life. And the change that you seek starts with you, with how you are showing up every day in the micro moments of your life. And remember, my love, what got you here won't get you where you want to be. So a radical change is needed now. You have to be willing to feel uncomfortable. And so if any of this resonated with you and you want to go deeper, but you don't want to do it alone, and you want the support of someone who believes in you and is committed to your transformation, I want you to feel totally free to reach out to me at support at selfmasterywithariana.com. I would be more than happy to support you on this journey. I'm sending you lots of love and a big hug. Have a good day.